0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Helium 10 Weekly Buzz. My name is Leilama Hassan, and this is the show where we get you familiar with the latest news in the Amazon and e-commerce space, interview people in the industry that you need to hear from, and provide a training tip of the week that will give you serious strategies for serious sellers of any level in the Amazon, Walmart, and e-commerce world. Let us see what's buzzing this week. Today, we will cover Walmart's exclusive sales event for Walmart Plus members among other breaking news pieces, interview our other brand evangelist, and then finally get into our pro training tip of the week involving Cerebro's advanced rank filter. Let's dive right into it. For our first news piece, we have the ongoing Walmart sales event, which is a three week long event accessible to Walmart Plus members only. The event has Black Friday-like deals on a wide variety of products like bikes and Sony PlayStation 5 consoles with highly discounted prices aimed at incentivizing the Walmart Plus program. Now, I don't know about you guys, but to me, this strategy is definitely reminiscent of the Prime Day event run by Amazon since 2015. According to the company's financial filings, online sales account for roughly a third of all of Walmart's sales in the U.S. Mike Levin, partner and co-founder of CIRP, is reported to have said about the Walmart Plus program, Walmart's reasons for, quote unquote, Walmart's reasons for boosting the service are clear. Those who sign up for membership programs buy more. And finally, for our Walmart sellers, with the increase in Walmart Plus membership times, I want to know, have you been seeing increases in your sales on Walmart? All right, on to the next news piece. Now, Etsy is planning to make significant investments in growing their marketplace. The CEO of Etsy, Josh Silverman, announced on February 24th that in order to support this goal, they will be increasing their current five percent transaction fee to 6.5 percent starting April 11th. This transaction fee change is aimed at allowing the company to make improvements in three key areas. One, bringing on more sellers to Etsy by investing in the marketplace. Two, growing their support team by 20 percent to expedite the seller support process. And lastly, keeping Etsy unique by removing listings that don't meet their policies. Now, Etsy also aims to introduce a seller app with tools to help sellers manage orders, connect with buyers, and understand how their business is doing. I know that a change in fees can sound overwhelming to us sellers, but don't fret, because in our experience, we have been selling our Project X products on Etsy for 15% higher prices than on Amazon. <laughs> so let's rest easy on that matter. Okay, and lastly, for our last news piece, for all those brand-registered sellers on Amazon Canada, you now have access to the A-plus content brand story feature as well as the manage your experiments tool. This brand story feature is an immersive carousel-based module which allows you to link back your store's brand store. As for the Manager Experiments tool, that is a tool available for you right in Seller Central for split testing your title, listing images, and a content. So if you haven't already used this amazing tool, keep an eye out for a blog by us on how to make use of this power tool to potentially increase your conversion rates. All right so this sparks the end of our news segment for the week and in this segment next segment of the weekly buzz we typically like to bring in a person to interview and I would like to begin this segment by introducing our guest who has amazing informative podcast for our Latin Amazon community Hello and welcome, Adriana. How are you doing?
1: Hi, Leilama. Thank you for having me. Thank you for inviting me here to the weekly bus. I know I I watch this bus every week, so I'm excited to be here.
0: Wonderful. Okay. So, Adriana, I mean, as we all know, you know, being you coming from the Latin community, what do you think are the main issues that the Spanish-speaking potential sellers see as a boundary to enter this type of business?
1: I would say... uh, First and foremost, uh language of course can be a barrier at times. Um sometimes we don't feel, you know, we're in our heads a lot even as I'm having this conversation with you, right? I'm like thinking of uh concepts in Spanish, right? I'm, I'm from Mexico, so my 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 mother language is uh Spanish. But I know that we usually um are a little bit hesitant about launching a business and trying to speak uh to people and to sell products basically in a, in a language that's not our language, our main language, our Natural language, I would say. I also think that currency um, sometimes can be a little bit of uh, can make us, uh, you know, a bit nervous, right? You're using a different currency to to either buy inventory or to sell inventory, or in, in dealing like, you know, what am I going to do? How am I going to explain this to, to my bank? Basically, all that process uh, since no one tells you. to handle it at least from 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 the start you start to you know get a little bit nervous about that and i would say say that there's also perhaps a little bit of uh, a shortage of content um you know informative content about this around this business in spanish in this case and so i mean there are are of course videos in youtube etc but sometimes you don't know if you know the sellers are legit or you don't know if the, the strategies that they are sharing with you are Uh, up-to-date, et cetera. So I would say those are the main concerns uh, for people that, um, you know, perhaps are in Latin America or Spain.
0: Which, you know, which uh, works out now that you have the... podcast in Spanish, right? So we here at Helium 10 now have Adriana on our team and she has her podcast, which we will talk about at the end of this interview, actually. So Adriana, since you're based out of Mexico and uh, you are currently selling on the U.S. um, Amazon marketplace, so what are some of the benefits of selling on a marketplace where you aren't based out of?
1: I would say that uh, having Several uh, income streams is always uh, a great thing, especially, you know, nowadays, you didn't even know with all of the changes, the pandemic and everything that's going on politically, uh, geopolitically. It's always uh, a good thing to have uh, several income streams. Uh, the dollar, of course, goes a long way in, in countries such as Mexico and other you know, countries in Latin America. It's, it's a strong currency. So it's a great backup plan to have in there to have some money in, in US dollars, and I also and you know you simply have more options to grow uh, or actually more places to sell, right? And, and that way you can you can increase your sales without having to launch other products. Uh, rather, you simply launch in new markets, and you know you can triple your your mark uh, I guess your sales in in a few weeks, right? If you start to launch them in, in several marketplaces, so I think the upside is very good for for this type of opportunity.
0: Absolutely. It's always great to diversify your portfolio, right? So, yes. uh, what is the best way to start learning about how to sell on Amazon for all the newbies that are watching us today?
1: Yes. So, I understand it can be a bit overwhelming. I know it was for me when I first started. I actually had a full time job at the time. And what I did, I, I just committed to watching, uh, you know, uh, perhaps studying one episode of, of one of the courses. Uh, at least, you know, perhaps two, two days during the week and perhaps a couple hours during the weekend. Um, I, now that you bring the podcast up, up I think I love uh, listening to podcasts because, you know, that way I can be either, you know, uh, doing my laundry or driving to the supermarket or or whatever the case, and I'm just listening to it. And I, and that's the way I, uh, I feel like I learn faster because I get familiar with uh, terminology and then listen to, to other people's experiences, et cetera. And, and I know in the podcast, we, host uh we invite actually a lot of people that are not only experts in the matter but are also starting uh, with the, you know with their business and perhaps are in the same situation that, that you are at the moment so that is why we launched this um, this podcast and of course we also have a Facebook group where people can, of course, uh, ask to join. And in there, we encourage people to ask questions, to share information strategies, and just to help one another, right? Because yeah, it can get a little bit lonely. And I would say that, uh, yeah, I would say that it's, it's a matter of just committing to a few hours a week. Uh, you don't have to learn everything in two weeks, right? It's just like taking it step by step and uh, you'll get there eventually.
0: Yeah, you know what? Facebook groups are a great resource for um, community building and just getting to network with other sellers. And also, you know, it's just so much better to learn in your own language. You're that information so much better. So Adriana, why don't you tell us some links that they can go on or the name of your podcast so that people can easily find you?
1: Yes, thank you, Leilama. Yes. So you know how there's a Serious Sellers podcast, the one that our colleague Bradley uh, host, which is the biggest uh, Amazon-related, uh, most listened actually Amazon-related podcast in the world. So we launched Serious Sellers podcast in Español. and actually my our colleague Marcus he launched that uh, for Germ- uh, for people in Germany. Uh, 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 I think it's uh, called Serious Sellers podcast of Deutsch. It's just that I don't speak Deutsch, so I can never pronounce it. But um, basically, you you can find us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and even on our website. But I would encourage you to. Um, I know that people in Latin America usually use uh, Spotify more than they do Apple Podcasts. But either you know, either way, whichever platform you prefer, just make sure you subscribe um, to to the podcast because that will help. You know, that tool will remind you when we, when we have. New episodes. And I know we have a very, very interesting episode coming up next week, next uh March 10th. So Thursday, March 10th. And it's going to be all around uh keyword research, which as you know, uh keyword research is is everything for internet-based um, businesses, I would say. So make sure you subscribe so you get pinged uh when we when we have new episodes so you don't miss anyone.
0: And what was the link for your Facebook group again? What would it yes. be called? In-
1: Thank you, Leilama. Thank you for, for the reminder. It's called Usuarios de Helium 10. Um, so basically, you, you type that in, you search that on, on Facebook, and you just request to join, and we'll make sure to accept you uh, right away. It's called Usuarios de Helium 10. And we're there, uh, you know, uh, talking and encouraging w- one another to, to grow our, our business.
0: All right. It was such a pleasure having you on, Adriana. Thank you for taking the time out.
1: Thank you, Leilama.
0: All right. Okay, so let's move on to the training tip of the week, where our Director of Training and Chief Evangelist, Bradley Sutton, will be talking about how to use the advanced rank filters to find the top keywords in Cerebral.
2: All right, in the last video in this series, I showed you step 1A of keyword research for a brand new product that you are gonna sell on Amazon. I consider this step 1B, and this is actually some functionality that no other tool ever made for Amazon sellers has ever been able to reproduce. This is a very, very unique function uh, to uh, Helium 10, and it's very, very powerful. What this does is it, gets keywords that maybe only one or two of the main competitors are performing well for, but maybe the other top competitors um, aren't performing well for it, or maybe they don't even have it in their listing at all. Now, why would this be beneficial to you? It's for a couple of reasons. Number one, uh, if you have a keyword like coffin shelf where every single one of the main competitors are all ranking and performing very highly for it. That doesn't mean that it's a bad keyword. That's actually, yes, a very important keyword, but you know going into it that you're probably gonna have to spend more money on PPC because there's a lot more competition. It might be harder for you to get to page one. Again, that doesn't mean that you shouldn't try. That's a very important keyword. However, if you can find a keyword that drives sales to a product similar to yours, but maybe only one or two of those main coffin shelf players or whatever your product is are getting sales from it, well, your path to page one is going to be a lot easier, and you are going to be able to rank more easy for that product and possibly maybe even pay less in sponsored ads because not many competitors are bidding on these keywords. So let me show you how to do this, what I call step 1B of your keyword research for a brand new product. Um, I still have this open from the last video of how we identified those top nine Keywords. All right, coffin shelf for wall, coffin shelves, coffin shelf large, coffin shelf, coffin bookshelf, gothic shelves, goth shelf, gothic shelf, and coffin decor, all right? Um, this next step uh, is might find keywords that this one didn't uh, show up for. So let's first erase. I'm going to keep this 500 search volume here. Let's erase the ranking competitors. Let's erase the competitor rank average. What I'm going to focus on here are the advanced rank filters, um, this is allowing me, I know this is gonna sound complicated at first, it might take you a little bit of time to get used to it, but trust me guys, this is a gold golden nugget here of a strategy that you can use. These two uh, filters right here are saying, hey, out of all these results here, show me um, the keywords where a minimum or a maximum of the number of products, all right, that I have here, all right? Remember, I, I think I had like seven products here. I'm saying, Hey, show me the ones where a minimum of one, um, let's just say a minimum of one and max two. This is, this is just for an example right here. Uh, since I have seven competitors here, actually the max I could put here is seven. All right. Uh, What I'm saying now is, Hey, show me the products here or the keywords where a min of one, but a max of two products are ranking in the top 10 positions, organic positions. All right, so uh, this is different than the competitor rank average. Um, And let me go ahead and filter this out, apply filters. And now look here, there's 22 keywords. Now, there are some keywords here that came up in my previous one, like gothic shelf and coffin decor. Both, uh, I think, might have come up here. But take a look here. Um, Look at this keyword right here, coffin decorations. Now, that's a a pretty cool keyword that's searched for 500 times a month. What about uh, this one right here? Gothic wall decor. That's pretty relevant, right? Uh, This is actually searched for 4,000 times a month, right? Now, this did not come up in that last video that we did, right? You didn't see gothic wall decor there. Why didn't it show up? Well, if we look at the uh, ranking competitors, Um, We see that it's actually six, so that part should have shown up, but the key, competitor rank average of um, 123. Now, why did that come up? If I put my mouse over here, I can actually see here where the different products are ranking. So the one that's in bold that you see there of 194, that's uh, whenever you see something in bold here, that means that was that baseline product. Look here. There is one product, that first one, that is ranking in the top 10. But look at the, the rest of those products. They're ranking at 68, 90, 103, 183, and 288. So that's why that this product did not show up because the competitor rank average is 123. And if you remember that filter that we put in the last video, we only said, hey, show us where the competitor rank average is like on page one from one to 30. So this one, you might think, oh, this is not good because they're all average ranking on 123, but one of those competitors is at the top of page one. So they're probably having this keyword drive sales to their product, but none of the other competitors are because they're all on like page three, four, five, and six. So this would be a great keyword for you to focus on because now you know that you only have one major coffin shelf player that you have to uh, kind of compete with for domination of this keyword as far as your niche goes. So again, this is a great uh, way to find kind of like low hanging fruit or hidden gems of keywords where only one or two competitors are crushing it but you're maybe the rest of your competitors um don't even know about that keyword or they're not really focusing on it so make sure to use that uh the only thing i say is to be careful is sometimes uh you might get of course some branded keywords like maybe uh manny's mysterious oddities is the brand name of our coffin shelf well obviously our coffin shelf, Manny uh, will we will be um, ranking highly for the keyword Manny's mysterious oddities coffin shelf or a keyword like that, that doesn't mean, oh, I, I, you need to put that in your listing. You're not, you're actually not allowed to put branded uh, words from other people's brands or trademarks in your listing. So exclude those if you ever see those in the results, but look for those more generic keywords that describe your product. Again, that only one or two or three or whatever you want are all ranking for it. You can use this filter in other ways too. You can go the opposite. You could say, hey, show me the keywords where minimum six or seven out of seven are all ranking for in the top 30 to really find some like, you know, top level keywords. There's a lot of different ways that you can use these advanced rank filters. So make sure to take advantage of it. And if you have any questions, uh, don't forget to uh, reach out to customer support we'll see you in the next video.
0: Okay, some great strategies here. I personally am always on the lookout for keyword research strategies. So I know I'm going to be using this for sure. All right. And before we sign off, I want to remind you of our Helium 10 Prosper show, which is taking place on March 14th at House of Blues Las vegas last year we had a wonderful time networking and passing along insights and so we would love for you to join us this year as we do it all over again our evangelism team including bradley sutton carrie miller lem turner and shivali patel with all will all be there along with your favorite influencers like tim jordan kevin king and more All of that on top of our live performer, Mark McGrath from Sugar Ray. So make sure that you get your tickets at h 10b forward slash Prosper 2022. And just a reminder, even if you did not attend the Prosper show and happen to be in Vegas, you can still attend our show. We look forward to seeing you. And that marks the end of our weekly buzz for the week. See you next week. Same day, same time.